Welcome to Out of the Box Radio with me, your host, Christine Blasdale. Out of the Box Radio is a weekly podcast of audible ear candy dedicated to bringing a fresh perspective on this thing that we call life. And each and every week, we're going to be diving into the topics that matter most with lively conversations on issues such as health, wellness, and transformational healing, all with the goal of creating a better world and becoming a happier human being. I will be your tour guide for this epic adventure, and each and every week we're going to be embarking on a journey with the ultimate goal being transformation to our highest potential. And now, let's get out of the box. Well, what I do is there's three things I actually do. I do um, animal communication, I do medical intuition, and I am a Reiki master, which is a hands-on healing kind of thing. Usually with the animal communication, I relay information because I hear what they say. I've always heard what they said. The medical intuition part is uh, I feel in my body where animals have pain and it makes it easier to diagnose for vets. Sometimes there's, instead of a need of a vet, there's a need of a chiropractor or acupuncture. And people call me for short little phone calls and I just relay the information and then they know what they need to do. What'd you do to your nose? I could make it feel better. Want me to make it feel better? Uh, Reiki has to do with injuries usually. We do Reiki right before or right after an injury and it allows their body to heal quicker. Today we to come to work on uh, Chester because um, he has some disc problems in his back and um, when I first got here his head was hanging way down and now we've done some of the hands-on healing on him. He's done some releasing with the yawning. His head's coming back up. The dizziness is going away. He's starting to feel a lot better. Have another kiss? Oh! oh yeah. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Out of the Box with Christine. I am your host, Christine Blasdale, and that was just a little brief intro from my amazing guest today. I'm so happy that you tuned in because today's show is going to be one of your favorites. I just know it because uh, this, this wonderful woman comes highly recommended from a dear master teacher of mine, and I just, um, I'm so excited about having Terry Steuben on the program today on Out of the Box with Christine. She is, um, as you know now, an animal communicator, uh, medical intuitive, Reiki healer. She's a speaker. She also teaches animal search and rescue classes and um, is also the author of two books uh, for pet lovers. And one of them is Secrets of a Pet Whisperer. Stop Telling Your Animals to Misbehave, there it is, and Tales of Triumph, Animals Tell Their Katrina Stories. Welcome to Out of the Box with Christine, Terry Steuben. Thank you, and thanks for having me on, Christine. It's a, it's a pleasure to be with you. Oh, I have been so, I have been so excited about this show and, uh, and just anticipating it so much for, my, for the audience because the work that you do is amazing and, and really you know, the, one of the titles of your book has the words pet whisperer. And that's the first thing that comes to mind when I think about what you do. Can you let our listeners know um, a little bit about your journey? How did you, how did you get to this point in your life? Or was it always something as a child you were able to do communicate 
with animals? Uh, well, actually, I was in third grade before I realized everybody else did not do what I do. <sighs> that was the big rude awakening for me. Um, um, we were actually at a school bus stop, if I can share very briefly. Of course. Uh, we were at a school bus stop, and uh, I had a raincoat. And, of course, there were six of us there, and we also had the bully at our stop. And he, last name was always used back then. And they say, hey, stupid, what you do with a raincoat? <laughs> right? Sunny out, right? So I said, didn't the crows tell you it's going to rain? And it started. <laughs> and they hackled me getting on the bus. The bus driver knew about it. During lunchtime, still sunny. We get on the bus at the end of the day. It's still sunny. But by the time we got to my stop, it's pouring down rain. And what was cute is the bus driver at the time, he said, hey, Terry, I see you're the only one prepared for the rain. <laughs> he opened the door. The next day at the bus stop was Sorry, not so good. I missed that. Okay, not so hot. Please. What was, were they, did he, was he teasing you more? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a year later, we ended up moving up higher in the mountains and that worked out really well for me. <laughs> So where, where are you, what, what part of the country are you from? I'm from Colorado. I oh. was born uh, in Denver, Colorado. Uh, actually, I was born in Denver, but I lived in uh, the mountains all the time. So a lot of my friends while I was growing up were actually wild animals. Uh, my parents actually uh, owned a resort in uh, Granby, Colorado. It's, it's no longer there. I think the sign is still there. But uh, it, it was Lakeshore Cabins and Marina. It was a huge resort area that they owned all the way from the road all the way in. So there was four of us that ran it. But in the wintertime, there was no one there. So I would walk around. I had a friend, that, a bear that was a friend for a little while until my dad said he was going to shoot it. So he had to go away. He was a grizzly, but he was small. So um, uh, I met him one day. I was driving in, and he stood up in front of my car and I knew that if he landed on it, he could crush the metal. So I said, no, 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 over there. <laughs> so he landed over there and he came up to my window. He just started talking to me in the window. So that's really how I knew him. I just talked to him in the window. And then I had some skunks I took to the house one time. Not, not a good idea. <laughs> um, and then I had, uh, you know, some, some deer and some elk that we would see. And when they would get in the lake, because we would shag boats, We'd get in the lake and then I would kind of say, you need to swim back to the shore because they would just keep going until they die. So I'd tell them to go back to the shore. So that's kind of um, how I grew up was just wow. walking with the animals. Yeah. Wow. What, a, what, what an amazing childhood. Um, even if you didn't talk to the animals, but the fact that you did, it's almost like Snow White. I'm picturing little Terry with little birds coming on her finger. So, so at a very young age, obviously you were able to communicate. Now, how, how do they communicate? How do animals communicate with you? Is it something that you hear, you think, I mean, you're, you're thinking about, are they, how is it that communication with you? Well, I hear it through the senses. I'll, I'll uh, hear something, feel something, smell, taste, sometimes not so good. Um, I'll actually hear voices in my head. Uh, so all of you out there that are welcome. <laughs> I've heard them forever. Uh, but here's something, just a little snippet of what happened yesterday. Oh. You can see the butterfly in my hand. Yes. Yeah. So uh, I'll go outside and I'll just 
see something and I'll just go, do you need a break? You know, and they'll land on my hand for some Reiki. Um, but it, it's all through the senses. Uh, I, it's, and I think everyone can do it. I don't think I'm really special. I just think that I grew up in an area where my sensory was really open. Yeah. Um, and I, I do believe that everybody has that. I think some people have more of a sense of feeling. Uh, you can find out by talking with them because they'll say, I hear you. You know, I see what you're saying. I feel you. And that's their sense. So you speak to that sense and they will understand you better. Right, right. So, I love what you say. I love that you, because uh, I also believe that we all, we, we, we all are very intuitive. We all have psychic abilities. It's just that it's, you know, it's, um, it's never taught to us. Sometimes it's taught out of us. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes with dogma, it's, it's been feared right? Oh, if, yes. Yes. Good old religion. <laughs> when I was a kid, my mother said, if you keep talking like that, they're going to haul you off in the paddy wagon. Paddy wagon. That's right. The paddy wagon was going to come pick you up. And imagine how many of our, of our brothers and sisters throughout the centuries had the same ability and were called crazy and were, were locked up. And, and I think we've come back around a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, many times. Keep coming back. Yeah. Uh, to and, and in this, it, it's very interesting because when I first began, it was like, mm, what? You know? Uh, <laughs> and now it's interesting because I'm in the back of veterinary offices holding medications and saying, no, that won't work. Or yes, this will work. Or the dosage doesn't feel quite right. Um, so we've come a long way from way back then. And I think there were a lot of people that helped, you know, Sonia Fitzpatrick was on TV first. And actually I think Robert Redford helped us a lot when he did the horse whisperer. Yes. That's a great show. Yeah. Well, you have a handsome lead actor and then everybody's fine with the thing. Yeah. I can't go wrong there. (laughs) So um, the, so in addition to being someone who can communicate with animals, which on its own is just beautiful. I love it. Um, you're also a medical intuitive and Reiki healer. So in addition to being able to speak to dogs, cats, uh, lizards, horses, all of these beautiful animals, you're also able to work with them in, on a healing level. Can you talk a little bit about that? When, and when did you know that you, you were able to do that? Um, well, I came across that when I was actually quite young. Um, you know, and, and I think, if, again, everybody does this. You, um, if you hurt yourself, the first thing you do is you grab it. Yeah. And then, you know, if you're holding an animal, and what happened to me is it was something that was about ready to pass away. And when I held it, it started moving. Mm. And if I let it down, it kind of quit. So I held it until it flew away. Wow. And so I thought, okay, well, then I can help them. And then as I got older, um, I uh, became a Reiki master because people need to see that piece of paper. So in addition to the Reiki master, I have things I do naturally. So if someone went to a regular Reiki master, it would be different than me because I hear in my head where I need to put my hand or my foot. I will look like a tripod sometimes. (laughs) With horses, it's amazing, you know, or I'm down around their feet, you know, Um, just touching this or moving that or doing this. 
and uh, people are just, you know, watching, you know, from behind things will happen because as I said, I hear it in my head, you need to put your hand over here. You need to, you know, and uh, I'm just the channel that goes through me. I don't do anything. It, it's just connection and it comes through me, connects to them and it makes a circle and heals them. So, wow. What an, what an amazing life you have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I also have 10 years corporate banking and 10 years property management, but Ew, we won't hold that plus. against you. <laughs> I mean, life is a long time. So the 20, you understand why I did that. You know, it wasn't very good to do this. And then uh, people said, you know, you've done, helped us. Why don't you do it as a profession? Yeah. And then I kind of looked at them and said, so you really want me to go out and tell everybody I'm Dr. Doolittle? <laughs> and I'm like, okay. You know, I lost some friends, but I gained a whole lot more. So oh, yes. that's a yeah. good thing. And, oh, uh, yes. you know, helping animals, what, what better work can you do? It's amazing work. And, and the, and the work that you do too is, is not only obviously for people um, who have, you know, beloved pets, but also um, you've worked quite a bit in disasters and emergencies Mm -hmm. um, especially with animals and, um, helped pass. I understand California assembly bill 450. Uh, what is, what is that just for our listeners know what that is? Oh my, um, that's the one that allows you to evacuate with your pet. Sorry. I helped give the bill. Wow. In California. Yeah. Um, and before that you cannot, evacuate with your pet. That's why Katrina was such a big deal. Um, there were a lot of people who would not leave their pet behind. So the evacuation people left them. And it was unfortunate because when they came back to check on some of the folks, some of the folks had passed and they still had to deal with a pet. So um, I was called, I went down, I had already been doing some training uh, with Humane Society of the United States and the American Humane Society, the Red Star Program. But I deployed with the uh, Humane Society of the United States to go to Katrina and uh, help with the disaster. I wasn't sure how I would be recepted, but uh, I figured, well, if nothing else, I'll just be a volunteer and, you know, the things will just happen and I know. Uh, I ended up having one of the vets grab me and say, you're working with me. Uh, and she <laughs> passed me off. She says, you can go downtown during the day. When you come back, the sick ones, you come over, you help us. You know, so it, it ended up being a very good thing. But when I got back, we were invited to go to Sacramento uh, for a meeting with uh, several people that were involved with uh, um making bills and they listened to us talk about what we saw and what we did. And um, from that, basically what they did, it was interesting because I didn't know anything about bills at the time, but what they did, it, there was another bill that was going through that wasn't going to make it. So what they basically did so that they could speed up the time was they added this bill to the bottom of it. And then they took the part top part off. And then that's the bill they passed. Wow. And they really, and they actually did that in like eight or nine months, which usually takes two years. And what, it, what happened is California passed it right before the federal uh, bill was passed. 
So that it's, so it's federally, it's a federal bill now. It's a, there wow. is a federal bill that was passed that allows you, and that's why you hear them talk to you, you know, take your pets with you. You know, wow. like they want people to be prepared. Oh my gosh, that just yeah. is amazing. So mm. I was very fortunate. Now I want to actually let you know that a woman wrote that bill. <laughs> and then all of the gentlemen added their names to it. So <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> wow. That is, um, that is so powerful. That is, uh, what actually happened is, uh, the woman that wrote the bill got in touch with me, um, and said, how do we get this out? And I said, Oh my God, I know everybody in the animal world. So I just sent yeah. it out and said, if you want to do something, you know, sign it and send it in. They had people all over the world copying that, faxing it to her. She said, we have tables full of paperwork that needs every time the bill moves, it has to go with it. There was no way that wasn't going to pass because it didn't matter what side you were on if you were a pet lover. And the interesting thing is the man that put the bill up did not have pets. R really? But they had constituents. They Absolutely. had voters. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, and those that do have pets, it's not, it, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican or Democrat or a, you know, Martian, you still, you know, that love that you have for your, your beautiful pets, yes, right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. And they're your family. They, they are. I, I had, um, I had mentioned to you uh, just shortly before we started this, uh, the program that I had, re I recently, um, uh, I hate to say lost because I, I was blessed to have her I company. I think she transitioned. Yes, she did. To yeah. a, to she's a, still around. She pops in to visit. I definitely we feel her. Yeah. yeah. I definitely feel her. And, you know, I, I had experienced, um, especially just shortly after her transition, I had experienced something, and I, I'm going to um, find out if you've heard this from other people. Um, but... I had, I was able to hear her, like hear her little, I have, uh, for, for folks who are listening, I had this, I, this beautiful uh, toy poodle named Bodhi, who is just the love of my life. I mean, I, I adore this, this little soul, this beautiful soul. For 16 years, I was blessed to have her. And I would hear her shortly after her transition, I would hear her little nails on the, on the floor, on the hallway click, 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 click. I would hear that. And I would hear the, I would hear it, but it wasn't happening per se, but I would hear the little doggy door. Cause that's how she would go out to go pee pee, you know, or pee -pee. <laughs> and I would hear that little doggy door and it just has this little sound that I always would hear in the morning. Cause that's what she would do. And I heard that for quite some time um, immediately after her passing. And I know that you work with also people mm -hmm. uh, who have lost their loved pets, their, their beloved pets. Um, talk about that process because uh, in, as, as they are, when they are here in this reality, in this realm, they're able to speak and communicate with you. The animals are able to talk to you about this is bothering me or, you know, I'm happy because of this. When they pass, when they transition to the other side, they're still able to communicate with you. Is that correct? Well, and I didn't really, the best way I can explain this, because everybody keeps going, how do you, how do you, how do you? And I'm like, I don't know, I don't know. Why don't you? <laughs> you, <know? laughs> you can do it. 
<laughs> what's the matter with y'all? You know, but uh, w what happened was when I got back from Katrina, I got a ham radio license and I learned more about frequencies than I ever really can keep up here. So uh, I gather that I just hear the frequency that they're on. Right. So that's the easiest I can make it. Now, uh, the frequency doesn't necessarily change. It's all electrical current and it's all vibration. So my, I guess I just fine tune because we have a tendency to name the spirit. You know, I'm Terry. So if you name the spirit Terry, then I, I don't know if I bounce off of you to them or I just tune into that name and then this stuff starts coming. Um, and when, just so you know, the, the listeners know that when once a body transitions and, and I hope you have an opportunity to share with them that time because they will actually kind of fill up the whole room with the, the spirit energy. And I want to tell you, it feels so comfortable that you kind of really want to go with them, but they, they let you know it's okay. The walking of the, the hooves on the, or the, either the hooves, there's a pig on you, hooves on the, on the floor or the paws, or um, when you're laying in bed, here's a great story because there was this lady I was talking to on the phone and she says, I just haven't got any messages. And I, all of a sudden it was a cat, it was a big cat. And when it, uh, I said, oh yes, you have. I said, he came in and he and I said he was coming in at night and he was kind of, he landed on the bed. And I said, he hit kind of hard because I said, he, he's still trying to figure out his feet. And she started giggling and giggling and laughing. And I'm going, what, what? And she goes, I'm so glad to see he's still as clumsy in the afterlife as he was in the life. <laughs> And she said, I do remember that. She said, I thought we were having an earthquake. <laughs> oh. So said, we'll brush him away to something. Yeah. So, but it, it, yeah, for me, and, and the pain is all gone. The first thing they'll say is my legs work, you know, or oh. you know, they'll say something like that that makes it, uh, lets them know. And, and people get concerned, you know, when they start hearing things, did they not go all the way over? Or are they still, you know, no, they, you know, a lot of them, they zip over, they check in and they'd come back and make sure you're okay. Because they, they feel hang around until, yeah. you know, they pop in and they pop out until they know you're not you know, that you're okay by yourself because they want you to go on and live the lesson that you're in yes. and experience it. And sometimes we're actually blessed to have a pet return and that can be good and bad, just so you know. And, oh, oh, well, tell me that. <laughs> tell you about that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I actually was gifted with this. I had one tell me that she was going to come back and next time she came back, she's going to do this. And when she come back, she's going to do that. And when she come back, she's going to do this. And I said, okay, okay. Not knowing and thinking, okay, wherever it's your life, you know, not knowing she was coming back to us. And she did all of those lovely little things. She said she was going to do that poor lavender plant. Just didn't make it. Mm. She did. She jumped right on the top of it and slide off. But so sometimes you're blessed with that. Sometimes they come back because they haven't finished their lessons with you. So they'll come back. Some will come back and have a short life. Some will come back and have a, a whole life. And then it kind of grows into other things. It's kind of like they'll finish what they did. And then they'll see a little different behavior. So, you know, they're shifting into the newness. Um, at least that's been my experience. It may be a little too far out there for some of you folks. No, no. I, so. So do they return to us as another pet? Sometimes, yes. Sometimes they will. Mm -hmm. And sometimes they return to us sometimes, as... I had one lady who had a wild bird that showed up after her dog passed. 
and that bird did the same things. The wow. He came in the house, it had this cockiness. It was a pit bull before. <laughs> A table, and he went and landed right on the food. It t ate the same foods it did before. Oh, wow. Just to let her know. And it flew around a couple times. It was around for about a month, and then it disappeared. She said, what do you think? I said, well, the vibration's the same. Yeah, it feels pretty good to me. She, and I said, she probably, he, she probably just seeing a bird thinking that would be cool. Wow. So now she wanted to come back and let you know if she was okay. And wanted to let you know that she's okay. That's, yeah, that's it, isn't it? Um, you know, we, I don't know about what well, a lot of our listeners, of course, have had pets their whole lives. Um, when I was a child, I also had a, a dog. I, I've had two great loves uh, for as far as family Who's pets. Big are dog? This, well, Snoopy was not super big, but was a, a Springer Spaniel mix mutt kind of thing spotted uh black and white he thought he was taller than he was that's why he mislanded around a lot he yeah he was he was uh he was my sergeant at arms yes mm -hmm. and i could feel his he was very regal and um when i was scared as a child my dog was I felt completely safe and invincible with my with my beautiful dog mm -hmm. and um I, actually when when he had when he had passed i wasn't able to be there with him and that was quite distressing for me um i was going to call i was going to college my grandmother was taking you know it was my grandmother was trying to take care of him and he kept running away and i intuitively felt that he was running away to come find me he did yeah because he the wanted college to... was very boring. Yes. <laughs> For him. <laughs> For me too. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like he finally, he kept running, kept running. And then he like ran and kept going. The spirit kept going and he found you. And he's like, yeah, why are you here? <laughs> you know, but then you got out of there and things got better. Yes. Yeah. So yes. he still pops in occasionally. He's doing oh, something he... with a hand. Does this mean something to you? Something yeah. With a hand. Yeah. yeah, one hand keeps waving up. Yeah, and the he was he was old. He he was uh he's he's popped in quite a few different times in my life, mm -hmm. and um and that is what's the that's what's so beautiful about our connection, mm -hmm. that it can be decades, mm -hmm. and they still connect with us. And I I want to be there when you pass. Will they? I've actually had. Uh, the scene, the a client uh, was doing some Reiki on her. She was in her 80s uh, years ago, had cancer. Her children were in their 50s. And I said, you know, it, it might relax her enough that she'll transition. And uh, they said, that would be a godsend. I said, okay. So I started doing the Reiki and she started to relax. And uh, I said, she is, she is going to pass. So I stepped back so they could say goodbye. And I'm on the other side of the room and the most unfortunate thing happened to me. I'm sitting there all of a sudden I go, and I'm like, oh dear God, that's terrible. And the lady looked up at me, of course, with right. What, you know, what are you doing? And I said, uh, and then she went, what did you see? That's right. And I said, who's a golden retriever? And she said, Cindy. And I said, well, Cindy came in here and plopped her paws on the bed, said, come on, mom, and off the two of them right down the hallway. They went, I said, I'm sorry. And they all started breaking up laughing. And they said, 
that is our mom. Oh. Take care of the pets. The heck with the kids. Right. <laughs> See ya. So that was their last memory. And, and thank God that all happened. Yeah. So. What a beautiful way. What a beautiful transition for her as well. Right. Mm -hmm. But so I've had many people uh, uh, that uh, the animals have been there and they've pulled them. Yeah. Because I mean, if you may have heard, especially with human, if they've, you know, there's always an animal to help an animal transition. And it may be a previous pet of yours to make it more comfortable for you is what it usually is. Um, and those will show up to help transition because you probably heard about a human where they've had, you know, a human was talking to their deceased spouse, you know, that morning. And we all just go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes it easier for us to transition because when the physical body quits working, the spirit easily goes with ex or, you know, former husband or former wife or correct. Know, not old Aunt Maggie you don't like. You right? it's somebody you kinda of want to go with. <laughs> somebody you like. Yeah. So some there will be somebody there. And sometimes it's a surprise. Because I've been there with humans when they've checked over too. And uh one lady she went into uh it was like a room. She was a smoker. So she went in like a smoker's room and she'd open the other door, see all the light, shut the door. She wasn't quite ready. <laughs> and finally um uh, I think she was waiting for somebody to come back for her. And uh, we actually were able to get the person on the phone. So she heard the voice. And then shortly after that, she transitioned. So I could see her opening the door going, she had a cigarette in her mouth. She went. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but she was delighted to go. So I've never really come across anyone that wasn't, you know, sometimes too, just so folks know, we have the opportunity to step out a little sooner than what everyone sees. Uh, that has happened a couple of times that I've been able, fortunate enough to explain to people, you know, because sometimes you come back and you see something that's not very pretty. And sometimes the pet's been gone a long time ago. And, you know, when you hear the other side, you know, start getting, I got out. And then you come back and you see the electrical system took a little while to shut down. It looks a little weird. So uh, in some of those cases, it's beneficial, I would say, to hear the real side from their side too because it relieves some of the stress or guilt or pain from you uh, but do not be afraid if you're not with them and if you have to go I always tell people tell them you know tell them the truth you know I have to go do this um, but I, I, I'm gonna try and get back to see you but if you need to do and go do something while I'm gone you go ahead you know I love you and, and just go ahead and give them permission if, if you can and when I come back and they're still there I'm just delighted so I, I have to say that um, while it was extremely uh, it was extremely hard to 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 be with Bodhi when when she transitioned, I was very very grateful. Uh, I was grateful to the wonderful vet that we were working with that I got to hold her. Mm -hmm. That I, well, that yeah. I wasn't away. That I wasn't you know at work and she was by herself. Um, that I was actually, I that I got to be with her physically and hold her and just let her, you know, fall asleep in my arms. Um, but that, and just, I kept just telling her that I loved her, you know, and it's like, wouldn't does, that, that's the way we all want to go. Right. Right. <laughs> exactly. Know? Or just walking a thing, you know, <laughs> <Why the other one? laughs> but, um, what also is, uh, is happening is uh, some of the vets are actually coming and helping the pet transition and then leaving. 
until they're ready for them to come in. Because sometimes that body going away is too quick, mm. you know, and it's okay. Some, you know, they used to have a, you know, they put the body in the living room. Everybody come say goodbye. So, right. I mean, yeah. That's, yeah. so it's whatever people are comfortable with. I say, don't let it go too soon. It's fine. Let it hang out. Yeah. Let it talk. You know, you talk to them, all that kind of stuff. And then when it becomes appropriate, you can do that. You know, you can even walk them through the cremation process in some places these days. I mean, there's, it's, it's amazing what wow we have uh, available to us for animals and i tried to get in touch with i, I try to recommend good people uh i or i'll say i don't know of anybody <laughs> but you know i have uh, chiropractors that have been working for 20 years retired human chiropractors you know uh that i refer out um uh some acupuncture people some water therapy people um i mean there's so many uh modalities that we can do these days uh, because when I feel something in my back, you know, you'll see me, if you see me, I'll go, oh, what's right about here? Or I'll go down here. You'll feel my body doing this. And I'll, you know, I'll just give direction to the chiropractor, you know, in that little triangle in the low part or bra strap. Most men know where that's at. Um, you know, the left, left levator, you know, up in the neck. I'll tell them exactly what they need to look at. And what's so cute, uh, there's a, a chiropractor I recommend, Dr. Blah. Rod Block, who's a, a, a local here in Irvine, he's 73 years old. We keep trying to keep him working, bless his heart. Uh, he uses a laser, um, um, and then he, he adjusts. He uses the laser to relax, but he's so cute because he'll go to places and he'll go, hmm, hmm, hmm. How did she do that? You know? <laughs> he's so cute. I just love him. So, But you know what? He, he does wonderful things there have been some animals the big guys that can't get back up he's gotten uh three out of the five of them back up and walking for years so wow there's a lot of modalities to use um besides just someone like me and and with when an animal is injured or uh, like i had um seen on on your website which is terrystubin.com in the uh the video there was a woman who had a horse and you had you, you were talking about this particular horse some of the things that had i think yeah it was a beasting and yeah. and they didn't they didn't she didn't know where it was originally but you had you you had yeah, right. pinpointed it exactly <laughs> and the horse was actually like when you when you when you told her where it was the horse was like actually like saying yes 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 like shaking his head yes i love it when they help out yeah <laughs> Yeah. So does that that happens that happens often with with animals when when yeah. you're when you pinpoint like this is what's wrong this is what's bothering them oh they, yeah they confirm that oh I have a, a little YouTube video if you're fortunate enough I I'll send it to you there's a little dog that laying on the sofa and we never ever catch this this is like a one time there's a little chihuahua he's laying there and I'm sitting there getting ready to do Reiki and he's like oh and it hurts over here and it hurts over here hurts over here and my pooper hurts over here my back hurts here and if you can you do all that just just do me <laughs> it is finally got it <laughs> it was just you caught that on tape you caught him on tape going little over here over here <laughs> Well, you have to be like a, such a joy for animals to, because they're like, finally, somebody can, you know, yeah. I have this yeah. thing in my paw and, you know, nobody's yeah. been able to figure yeah. it out except for now, Terry. Yeah. 
And, and I, you know, cause I'll be able to go in and, and with dogs and I'll go, he's dizzy, you know, has he got medication? <laughs> and then we start looking at the medication, what might create that and let's get rid of that dizziness, those kind of things that happen. So. And you feel that you feel that dizziness yourself. You're like, I don't, I don't you don't, I don't feel well. Once so it you, was explained to me, like I, I step out of me, I go over here, come back here and report. Right. Yeah. See, when I was a child, it was hard for me to go through the grocery store. Still is during a rush hour. I can't go. Well, because because everybody's either you know, mad at work, trying to get stuff done, trying to get kids, all this energy. First time I was really relaxed when I went, I went in the grocery store in my 30s during the day. I had a ball. <laughs> Who knew you could have so much fun at the grocery store, right? Because you, but everybody's gone. You know, I'm all this stuff bouncing off of me. So it it took me a while. It was trial and error for me to figure it out. I have mentored some kids as they have become gifted, and I've spoke with their parents about an animal and said, "Hey, you know, your kid's really gifted. If you need some help, let me know." And sometimes it's come in handy for them because we we want them to use their gifts. Yes. Learn to use it because they're going to help us, you know. Well, that was my, that was my next question, uh, Terry. And uh, because I, 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 I love your, I love your energy. I love everything uh, about the work that you've done. And I'm curious if you, if you're, if you're having, if you, if you teach others to do what you do or to pick up the signals, enhance those natural gifts that you have do you have classes or courses or do you ever just take young like like harry potter's you know like young <laughs> little little dr doolittles you know i would love to find uh some little dr doolittles i really would love to find some uh i haven't found some yet there are some people that are naturally talented uh but they already have their careers um um, I did at one time, I did some classes. Um, there's some people that I just walk them in and just make them start. And, uh, um, but I don't do those anymore. I had uh, a person that went around touting. She was good tout and taught by me, but unfortunately she was not. So, um, that wasn't good. So, uh, I would love to find someone because, you know, I am getting older. <laughs> It'd be nice if there was somebody I could say, Hey, we can, you know, refer this person or refer that person. So, uh, if any of you are out there interested, you know, I've had a couple of people say that they're good and mentor, but I'm not sure how I can mentor them. I'm not, I, I don't know how that would work. So, well, it's Come the, and bring your ideas, I guess. It's the wonderful world of the internet, Terry. And with, um, with technology, like also with zoom, um, I know that at least even just, just having uh, conversations with you mm -hmm. it will enhance people's very own uh, skills and intuition. And what I, what I love is the healing aspect of it. Yes. And I think that I, well, I know that that comes from a, um, a grateful heart mm -hmm. and um, a connection to all things coming from a, a place of very high intention. Um, you know, um, a dear friend of mine, Barbara Savin, and you know where she comes from. She's just like, she's one big heart. She's a heart. She's a, she's a heart with legs, you know? Yes, she is. Right. She, she it's, is. It's just this, um, extremely generous, uh, spirit that she has. And I think 
the more, and I want to encourage our listeners, if you have someone in your life that you know that is like Barbara is to me or how Terry is, don't be afraid. Don't be shy to communicate with them and say, I would love to learn more. I would love to be gifted with your time and energy and give back to the world. You know, we, as humans, sometimes we can be quite selfish and we take, right? We, mm -hmm. I, I, I remember shortly after Bodhi had passed too, um, like within days, I had some friends saying, well, you know, you should get a new dog. And I said, I said, listen, I said, I, first of all, it's like losing your wife and somebody saying, go on a dating site the next week. <laughs> I said, I need time because I miss her so much. And just to replace her, it's not, this is, this isn't a, a, a family member. It's not a, you know, a broken coffee mug. Right. And, well, and everyone's different in that too. I've, oh, I understand that. Oh, I do. Yeah. I've had people go right back out. They have to have something. And I've had people that didn't ever. And I've had people, that it, I tell people, here's my advice. Do it when you're ready. Period. Yes. No one else has an opinion. Yes. Yeah. And also when you, what it might even also be when you're completely unexpecting it and you're out somewhere and there's this little lost dog or, you know, there you go by, somebody says you, you post a picture on the Facebook of, you know, this little crazy looking dog or cat that's available for adoption. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I I'm in love. I'm right. And that's you know what yours. Yeah. I've you known know. people that have been out at these big events and they weren't, their dog had just passed. They weren't going to get anything. If they did get anything, they get something little. They're getting ready to move to Hawaii, right? And all of a sudden, one of the gals goes, huge dog. Boom. This is my dog. And the lady says, there's already somebody on. Nope. This is my dog. I'll just sit right here. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That dog is in Hawaii. <laughs> wow. And it flew first class. <laughs> Damn, it, it I don't was, even fly first class. It was her therapy dog. She knew it was hers and she knew she needed it and yeah. she got it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, and these relationships that we have, I, I'm just curious too. Um, do, do you think that our, the, the pets that come into our lives, these amazing animals that come into our lives, were they in maybe in other lifetimes, other um, relations to us, not just as animals, or do you think they've always been animals? Um, do you think that they were humans in our life? What What are your thoughts on that? What are your feelings? What do you feel about that? I think I think you can come back as whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I think you get on the other side and everything's nice and fluffy and comfy. And when your spirit feels like it's ready to have another adventure, you're gonna do that, not, 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 not. And you pick and choose. If it's too heavy of a burden for your spirit to take, then what you do is uh, the people that review your chart will put in like what I call a door or a window, you know, because if it's too much pressure, then your spirit, you know, because over on the other side, it's nice. But if you're in here experiencing, they may say you'll have a door or window if your spirit needs to check out. An escape. Um, an escape hatch. Yeah. yeah. So and you're just going, nah, nah, nah. You know, because I've known people, a woman who had... Uh, a, a husband die, a brother die, and a nephew die within three months, went in for orthoscopic knee surgery, and died. Wow. Too much for her spirit to take. Right. Yeah, the right. loss. 
But up there, you're like, I can do this and this and this. No, let's do this, you know, because she's trying to fit it all in. So she just stepped out. It's too much for the spirit. And, ha- fine. and um, for those uh, people that I know, too, who have experienced um, near-death uh, near death, close-death encounters, um, I myself have, have, have had it happen. Uh, and I don't know about you, Terry, but actually it was uh, – it could have been perceived as the scariest time of my life, but it was the most beautiful mm-hmm. experience I've ever had. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I was two. Mm-hmm. They had taken my tonsils out and I kept bleeding internally. When you're two, you don't know it, you know? Right. So I went into the hospital and I remember seeing the white light and I remember starting to walk across the bridge and there came this guy like a wizard <laughs> and he said, no, you have too much to do. You go back. And I'm like, <laughs> you know, I wasn't really happy with it. But then the next thing I, it was like, there was no choice. I, w- I was in the body. So, and what I do with that is I just ask people that can come that I can help for what I can do. Ah, yes. Because I, I figure, you know, because the energy I put out actually brings me what income so I can live. But I ask, you know, what can I do to help? And that is, I do, I try to help. And that is the magic. Isn't that the abracadabra? That is the magic. Um, Before I do a show, before I book anybody, uh, I always say whatever is for the greatest good um, for those that need to hear it the most will hear it. And for whatever is the greatest good, allow that person to come into my field, my scope, because there's a lot of people in the world. And, and uh, uh, amazingly, the folks that I have, and including yourself, the folks that I'm able to get on the air and to get out to a wider audience, um, they're meant, it's, it's supposed to be, you know, their voices are supposed to be heard. Your story is supposed to be heard by other people so that you're, you're touching their lives. And what I love about this medium is that someone is going to listen to this show or watch this on YouTube and they're going to reach out to you and you're going to touch their lives. And then they're going to share that experience. You know, it's a ripple effect. Yes. And I am calling out our little uh, animal whisperer wizards out there um, who, especially if you have a young person. And I think that this is really important because you might be an adult and you might say, well, you know, I'm, my life is all crazy. Um, I can't, I can't focus in on this. But if you have a young person in your life and you know they have that ability and all of us do, but you want to en- enhance that, I encourage them to contact Terry and to, to reach out to her to see if this is somebody, because we do, we need, we need more Terry's in the world. <laughs> we it, it need to clone nice. you. <laughs> <laughs> I know I've had, I've had uh, veterinarians go, how do you do this? And I go, I don't know. <laughs> and they're trying so busy to figure it out. I go, I don't know if I figured it out, maybe I'd quit working. <laughs> yes. Let's keep doing it. Yeah. Um, but um, it, it would, it would be really nice for someone younger than me to not have to go through all the weird things that I did and to be able to acknowledge. Now, everyone is different, you know, because I, I feel things like something happening in my body. I feel it in the liver up, up there or my kidneys, you know, 
And then I go, well, there's something going on in the left kidney. And the vet will go, how'd you know that? Well, I feel it. <laughs> you know? But I'll go, it's on the top side, not the bottom side. You're playing, you, you know, and they'll go, huh. You know, so we'll do that kind of stuff. But someone who can hone in on those kind of things also help, you know, when it comes to surgery and getting in there. And um, I think the more we can do to help our loved ones, the better life we're going to have. And I, I think, Terry, the, the gifts that you have and that you want to bring out in others is the future of medicine. It, it is frequency. It is energy. And tapping into that is so vitally important because we're like, you know, we're kind of like operating in the dark, right? With these 3d senses, you know, we're, we're like, uh, you know, you've got a, you, you know, you've got a headache. So let's give you a, you know, medication. Uh, right. And instead of really going into and finding out what is, what is the cause of that headache? What is the real core issues and listening to those, listening to, something that is not extremely loud, like on that radio frequency you were talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Too. Mm -hmm. That subtle. radio, that radio frequency that's real kind of subtle. The more we tap into that, I do think that that's the future of, of medicine, not only for how we communicate with animals, but how we communicate with each other. Mm -hmm. um, and, and this whole thing of division and strife and my goodness, we could, so, we could make the world such a better place. So I wholeheartedly appreciate you. <laughs> Thank you. Got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, so tell our listeners, I, I, we're, we're running close on time here, but um, tell our listeners how they can get in touch with you. And um, if you've got anything that's coming up that we can support you in, just let our listeners know how they can, how they can be involved with you. Okay. Well, my website is Terry. Uh, T-E-R-R-I, Steuben, S-T-E-U-B-E-N.com, TerrySteuben.com. Um, you can go to my website. It's easiest to find out where I am if you send me an email because there's so many modalities these days. It's, you know, you could text, you can this, you can that. It's too many things for me to look at. Email. So if, you, if you send me an email, it will send you if I'm out of town because I do do some traveling and work. So, um, if, if you see an out of town thing, you know, a lot of people, they'll go on and they pay for a phone session and then they email the information and then that's when they get the I'm out of town or, and when I get back, I crank through those things. And I can testify. She answers your emails. <laughs> I do. I try, I try and keep up with those as much as I can. And if it's an emergency, by God, put it in the email, you know, he's not eating. That's an emergency. Um, you know, we can't get him to, you know, get up. That's an emergency. Uh, it might be a chiropractic emergency, but it's definitely an emergency. Um, and and it, just like I did the other day, I'm like, okay, I see you paid for a phone session, but you need a chiropractor. Here's the guy. Here's the thing. Do this. You know, uh, I'll refund wow. your money if you need. I don't care. But, you know, and they decided they wanted to talk to me anyway. And it was kind of good because there were some food things going on as well. So, so you uh, can you so you can work with people and their pets anywhere around the world. Oh, I talked to people all over the world. Yeah. Wow. The other day it was my head just got blown. That's <laughs> I was talking to a lady in Australia, and the next phone call was a gal in Germany. Yeah, and then the next one was like two blocks over, and we're neighbors. How cool is that? <laughs> 
Okay, Terry, you're going to get on Zoom now. <laughs> you're going to record all that. Oh, give it my. to him as a, give it, say, here's your recording of this in oh, session. My. Well, see, I, I had tried that years ago, but the technology wouldn't allow my voice to record at certain times. So I couldn't do that. Things oh, better. More well, now too. you can. Yeah. yeah. And, and speaking of Australia too, I just got back. I was there for three weeks and, um, I, I know, you know, about the devastation of, uh, it's still on fire. The, the, the whole, I mean, it's just amazing how many bushfires and Here's the interesting thing, the loss of life of, of wildlife is, is quite large. Here's the interesting thing. Unfortunately, folks have forgotten their past and we need to remember that because the Aborigine knew how to set wildfires to prevent the big boy. Yes. Um, and I hope they go back to doing that because this is very, very sad, very sad. Yes, I keep telling them to just try and go or hide or get down. It's very sad. The um, well, the devastation, um, and because of also the encroachment of humans into the natural habitat of a lot of these animals, you know, with building up of houses and cities, sprawl, right? Mm -hmm. um, that was also quite imp impactful because the animals didn't had didn't have any places to go. Mm -hmm. um, I know that my, um, I have some friends there that are working with the koala sanctuaries and, and the ones that they were able to, to rescue, they're rehabilitating right now. But most of it, a lot of them are burnt. They're, they're, they're suffering from burns. Mm -hmm. um, but it's, yeah, it's just amazing how, how, how many um, animals we, we've lost already in that. Mm -hmm. And I'm just also wondering if you, do you, do you also feel, um, once the animals, when the animals do pass, do you, do you feel that? Do you feel their, their pain or you just, really, you feel relief, the relief. Relief. Yeah. Because it's over now for them. The spirit is, that was the life experience they had. That suffering's gone. Mm. So, but I'm worried about the ones that are still here. We got to try and get someplace. But once they step out, it's fine. They're fine. Yes. Oh, okay. They can go experience another life. Do Yeah, they're fine. Uh, and it's sometimes, you know, because it's like a human. If you burn in your past life, when you get done, you're good with that. You know, you might be a little wary of Larry of fire next time. Right? Yes. I mean, there are things we're leery about. We don't know why. Yeah. Um, past life regression helps with that. <laughs> but there's so many modalities out there to experience um, if you want to, you know. What a wonderful, what a wonderful world we're living in now. Now, yes. Yeah. And though I would love the, all the world to live in this modality. Then we'd well, have a world, wouldn't we? Well, let's make that our mission, Terry. I'd love it. <laughs> it. Terry, Steven, I want to thank you so much uh, for being uh, my guest today. And will you come back if you, to share more stories and and talk about what you, what you got going on and please reach out to me as well if there's anything that i can do um to, to assist you in in your amazing journey i would love well, to a new update you were asking about a new update and yeah quickly, we are actually redoing um the first book secrets of a pet whisperer stop telling your animals to misbehave there's a few things that we found that were not in there and we're adding stories as examples so you'll know what to say and how to see it. Because a lot of the telepathy that happens with people, um, they're missing, they're stopping trying to throw a picture. And the most important part is talk to them. 
because the words you choose make the picture they see. Okay. Right. And so what happens is if you say to a dog, don't bark, the translation is actually bark, don't, because that's what they see through your mind's eye. You know, say I'm at your house and we're talking and, and your dog is there and all of a sudden I say, okay, now to the dog, I go, I'll call him rugby. I say, okay, rugby, don't get on the kitchen counter. We're getting ready to do the cooking. You just saw him get on the counter, right? Right. The don't doesn't translate visually. So they get on the counter. So what you want to do is you want to tell them to stay on the floor while we're cooking. Oh, I like that. And a quick one for dogs to jump up. Don't jump up is just keep going for it. And if you say feet on the floor, different picture. So what do you say when they, when they're barking and you really want them not to bark? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> It acknowledges they're guarding. First time I say that to a dog who's been barking, 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 I go, thank you. They look at me like. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can redirect. It's okay for people to be on the sidewalk. If they come up to the door, let me know. Wow. You are the animal whisperer. <laughs> Terry. Oh my gosh. I definitely want to, I want to have you back on so many times. Okay. And when you're ever in Southern Cal, this part of California, please let me know. Cause I want to give you a big hug. All right. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, oh my gosh. Uh, folks, again, if you want to check out Terry's website, it's T E R R I S T E U B E N.com. I'll have links to her website and all of her information uh, associated with this podcast. So you can uh, click on those and please do check her out. And, and uh, I, like I said, just get in touch with this woman. There's a, a lot of YouTubes if you want to have some fun. There's a lot of YouTube videos. So just Google my name in there and have some fun. I'll put a link in the, and if you the need show. My help, let me know. Thank you so much, Terry. Thank you again. I love you. You're my new best friend. <laughs> I want to thank you. Wonderful listeners and viewers. Um, as always, uh, again, I'm just happy that you're with us on this journey. Until next time, as I always tell you, remember to think outside of that damn box. Bye for now. All right, let me put this. Down.